Well, today we celebrate the feast of St. Barnabas, who is considered an apostle, although not one of the twelve. There were a number of people outside of that circle of the twelve who were considered apostles. Uh, and uh, certainly uh, Barnabas was a great evangelist, at the very minimum, as, as well as an apostle. Uh, he was St. Paul's, um, his main traveling companion uh, during St. Paul's first missionary journey. If you look in the book of Acts, there, it, there's, there is more, but in, for the book of Acts, at least there was three main journeys that St. Paul took. And each journey of his started from Antioch and then would go out from there and then come back. So that was journey one, and then he would go out again, come back, and so and then, would, then a third time. Antioch was the home base for Paul. And we see Barnabas going to Antioch right here, even before Paul uh, became a, a kind of a, a main figure there. And um, Barnabas, we see something really remarkable in him. I think the kind of, uh, I see a humility and a wisdom and a special grace with him because these Christians that he is uh, encountering are not observing the Jewish law. And for him to be able to come to see this kind of grace taking place amongst these souls outside of the observance of the Jewish law took an amazing amount of uh, insight to see that. Uh, most, vast majority of people at that time would have been on autopilot and they would have said, Look, you gotta, you gotta observe the Jewish law. That's what they believed. Even the twelve apostles themselves. They had to be instructed by the Holy Spirit, uh, as to the truth that Gentiles, non-Jews, who were receiving the gospel, did, uh, not have to observe the Jewish law. They didn't have to be circumcised, observe the ritual aspects, the dietary laws of the old, old covenant law. That was news that had to be revealed to the apostles. And so for Barnabas to come and, and say, I, I see that there is authentic conversion, authentic moral conversion taking place in these people, and they have authentic faith in Jesus Christ, for him to be able to recognize that and not get distracted by the fact that they were not observing the law uh, takes an amazing amount of uh, humility and grace on his part. And uh, Barnabas itself means son of encouragement, um, which is a, it's a great name to have. Uh, and uh, he was a man who encouraged those. So when he saw that grace, he, he basically got out of God's way. He didn't impose his own preformed expectations on the situation. He got out of the way of God and let God continue to do his, the work that he had started in these people. He was a facilitator of that work of grace. Uh, isn't that wonderful when we as Christians can live in harmony with God's action, activity, and his grace in our lives and in the lives of others instead of bringing to God our expectations, God, this is what you have to do with my life. And if you act outside of these you know, expectations, then doggone it, I'm mad and something's not right and maybe I'm even mad at you. Um, how much of a hindrance can we sometimes be uh, in the face of God's grace and in the face of what he wants to do for us and with us and in us and through us. So this day we pray and, and uh, through St. Barnabas' prayers, uh, we ask for that grace to, to be like him and to facilitate, to live in harmony with the grace 
and not to try to put God in a box and expect that everything in our life has got to go exactly how we want it to go. And if it doesn't happen that way, then something's wrong and we're mad. But let God be God. Let him be in control. And, uh, and that today is our prayer.